In the UK, one in eight men will get prostate cancer in their lifetime. It is the most commonly diagnosed cancer in the UK, with more than 47,500 men being diagnosed every year. That's 129 men every day. Prostate Cancer UK's top priority is funding research to stop prostate cancer killing men. They're investing millions to find better treatments and better tests that can spot cancers earlier. Every 45 minutes, one man dies from prostate cancer. So if you can, please think about donating or fundraising for Prostate Cancer UK. For more information, please visit www.prostatecanceruk.org. With your help, we can beat prostate cancer together. Welcome to Social Dadding! Two guys chatting about life, life as dads, their kids, work, dreams of the big lottery win, beer and sports. Basically, discussing all the rubbish two guys talk about when they have an hour of male company. Putting to bed the myths the wives have that all we talk about is boobs and beer. Hello and welcome back to Social Dadding. Graham, there's one question I have for you tonight. What do Leroy Rosier, Dave Bassett and Martin Ling all have in common? I do not have an absolute scooby. Their managerial careers as football managers lasted longer than this podcast. Boom! Leroy Rosier was at Torquay United for nine days, Dave Bassett Crystal Palace for four days and Martin Ling Cambridge for a matter of hours apparently. We're on week four, smashing it. We'll be on the same sort of salaries in these guys where I'm guessing, yeah, when, when am I expecting that money? Surely you can't get paid for a nine-day shift. Well, I'd, I'd definitely put a claim in, that's for sure. No, it's good, but it's, hey, it's good to see that we're actually hit episode four. That's uh, an impressive feat. It is, and thankfully we've got more beers, we've got more jokes, loads more chat. Mm. Whether it's any good or not, we've got it. <laughs> Um, so how are you? How's your week been? Yeah, week's been pretty good. Um, bank holiday weekend, which is a dream for those working in the public sector like myself. And um, we get the, the full weekend off, which is delightful. So I would say, you know, it's been a holiday, but I've had the kids all day today. And it's, um, yeah, getting them to bed last of tonight has been an absolute godsend because I was sick of seeing them. And as much as I love them so dearly, their faces and their voices were just putting the nearly swore there, but I didn't. I'm going to try and do better. They angered me greatly. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it's been a pretty good week. Um, try to juggle it all. We managed to get a wee walk as well on Tuesday together, and it was really good that we actually said nothing to each other because we didn't want to get in the way of any of the chat off that we're having on the, the podcast. So that's that was at least we got the walk anyway. But um, yeah, yeah an hour and a half of silence was bliss. I was, I was happy. <laughs> exactly. No Completely. Um, but yeah, no, week's, week's been pretty good. Farm got reopened, so we're there on Saturday at um, East Lakes Farm, which was nice. Kids loved it. We're there for about, you know, five, six hours maybe, which maybe was pushing it a little bit. But um, yeah, it was a nice bit of normality for the kids as well. So, and also, Holy's parents came with us, so I got to, you know, switch off for a couple of hours at least and went down the big game. Um, it's like, it's like a um, sledging thing that you go down fell on my arse twice and uh, Teddy made me look quite foolish because he managed to do it no bother at all and here's me rolling down this hill this muckle big great fat laddie just running doing 
going down, rolling over and over and over. He's just sitting there laughing at his dad. And I'm like, you know what, son? Fair fucks to you, because guess what? I'd be doing exactly the same thing if I'd seen the same thing. So, yeah. Especially if you were stupid enough to do it twice. Oh, I did it about six or seven times. Um, oh, well, in which case. It was about a 50% success rate of actually getting to go down. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, it's a bit of good fun. But, um, hi, how's your week been, anyway? It's been all right. It started, um, obviously, with the clocks changed last week. Last Sunday oh, yeah. morning, the, the clocks changed back. And Molly sort of started off with this incredible skill of being able to instead of sleeping that extra, sleeping till her normal time, which is 5 a.m., and so therefore us getting till 6 a.m., she was still able to wake up at 5 a.m., which was absolutely delightful. Um, and she's carried, she's had the sniffles this week, in fairness, so she's been pretty restless at, restless at night, so the pair of us are pretty, um, pretty zonked. <clears throat> so again, looking forward to the weekend. Uh, looking, not really any plans, so some time off. Molly's just been a bit poorly. But under the weather, cold. Um, we story from nursery, but we'll save that later on when we come on <laughs> to talk about um, behaviour and shouting. She's uh, that's the sort of topic of the night. Certainly, we'll we'll broach that with a couple of different points of view. I'd imagine in different different scenarios. Obviously, your boys are a bit older than Molly, so you'll have a few more. Plus, you've got two, so you've got way more experience of the the behaviour, discipline and shouting than my dear self. Yeah, they're far worse behaved than Molly as well, my two, because they're little buggers, so... Um, she might look but... like an angel, but oof. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so so it's been all right. Like it's, it's, like it's always, work's busy. Claire's, uh, Claire's had Molly. Molly's not been well. So we've, we've done all what? We've done all right. We've got, you uh, got we've through got the end of the week, night. at least. We're sat here again with a beer in our hand. Wonderful. No one's... You know, we're still going. We, we cannot complain too much. Talking about that, should we get the beer cracked open? Because we usually wait for, you know, 10, 15 minutes in and uh, we're a bit parched. So what we've got today, we've got um, Faith by Northern Monk. So this is one of the new 440ml cans that have came into Tesco recently. Um, they did have the 330ml cans in previously to this. So it's uh, a bit of a joy getting into the 440 because a little bit more beers uh, never hurt anybody. Um and this is actually just going to take us into a bit of correspondence we've had from one of our uh, good listeners, is that um, our, you know, actual beer reviews, there are no reviews, we open a beer, we say we like it, we don't like it, and drink it, and that's it. So, Northern Monk is a Leeds brewery, opened 2014. They've got a number of great beers, and a few of them are in the supermarkets. And that's pretty much all I've got, Alec, you know, that's that's as far, and I'll just take the first sip. Yeah, I think mm. we'll, we'll just decide whether we like it or not. I like it. And we'll keep going. No, it's a nice wee hazy pale ale. It's completely up my street. I think it's 5.4% or something like that. So it's uh, quite sessionable as well. Could have about the 10 and, and maybe be speaking some sense. <laughs> you, you've thrown me a look there. You're right. No, I'll be making no sense whatsoever. Um, but no, um, I'll tell you what we'll do is I'll, I'll just uh, crack us into this bit of correspondence because it's actually from somebody who didn't give their name. Well, I don't think it's their real name. Here, that's yeah. all right. Sorry to interrupt. I've, that's the first time I've had that, and that's the uh, oh, the beer. It's nice, yeah, isn't it? Yeah. I've not had one of them before. That is, that's a tasty beer, fairly. Guy, it's a... sorry. Continue. <laughs> no, you're all right. You're all right. That's that's more of a review than we've given previously. So, <laughs> <laughs> so we've got hello to social dadding. 
I am Mr. A. Noni Mouse. So I'm, I'm kind of guessing that is not their real name. So far, episode three has been comedy gold for the first seven minutes. The way one of you asked a question and the other answered a different question was genius. I hope this <laughs> continues in upcoming episodes. So I think this is where I asked you about um, what you had for your uh, from Ting Tai Caravan and you just went into talking about Molly sleeping or uh, nannies or something like that. So, Oh, sweet. Well, that's yeah. Uh, it, was, it was a port. It was a pork, uh, pork dish with with rice and some sauce. Still not the name for it though. It was tasty. I'll find the name by the end of the podcast. You'll have the name of the pork dish I had <laughs> last week. On another note, I think Graham needs to put his kids to bed later if he doesn't want them waking up so early. I'm an expert in this field, so listen to me. Well, on that note, yes, since the clocks went forward, we have tried to keep the kids up till seven o'clock. It's been an absolute pain for the last week because by you know half five they are dead on their feet. But thanks to you, Mr. Anony Mouse, and your fantastic words of wisdom, we're actually getting them to sleep till about twenty past six, half past six in the morning. So it's uh, it's going in the right direction just now. So long may that continue. Looking forward to episode four for more laps, laughs, and in-depth beer reviews. So yep. They've completely seen that there's no actual beer review getting done. We just say, well, I like it, or it's an Omnipolo. All the best, guys. Keep up the work, Mr. Mouse. It's fantastic. Well, I'm assuming one of our friends is trolling us here. I think that's what the... the I, th- I think that is exactly... I think if we could both put a pretty strong bet on, we know exactly who that was. Right. Do I say after three? One, two, three. Robbie. Robbie. Yep, that's it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Pretty sure it's him. Might give him a, a wee shout in the morning, see if uh, he's wanting to own up to it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so we've, um, we've got another question. So Stuart from Melbourne. And yes, Melbourne, we are worldwide. International. Uh, 313 Pitbull. <laughs> he's asking, what is your top 10 animated kid films that dad loved? Um, that was terribly so I'm going to try that again. <clears throat> Top 10 animated kids' films that dads love. Um, so instead of us to roll out five, uh, ten of each, I just thought we'd uh, split what your top five are and what my top five are. So you want to throw me yours? Um, so my five, oh, like these are just the animated ones. Then fourth's a little bit of a hybrid because it's a, a normal movie with animation in it. Yes. But it's, it's probably my favourite movie of all time, which I've now re- said on record. Oh, well, however. Um, I like Beauty and the Beast. Nice. I like a good sing-along. I think it's got some cracking uh, cracking tunes. Uh, you cars. Think of, do you think of yourself as Gaston quite a lot, though? Yes. I, I, again, I'm just nodding and winking at you like <laughs> like everyone else can see that, but yes. Um, cars, more of a, a sort of modern one, but I like my cars. Simple film. Sit and watch that without a problem. I think one of the, the best animation, and I just picked one because the, the series isn't as all good as the first one, but I think Shrek oh, yeah. is an absolute classic. Um, the original Lion King. Yeah. Absolute bomb-proof. Um, and then the sort of hybrid is my favourite film of all time, Mary Poppins, the original. I like it. No, all, all solid films there. All films you could watch with the kids and, you know, actually enjoy them. Um, yeah. I'll throw you mine. So I've got uh, the Transformers movie from 1986, the cartoon version. Not the one with Megan Fox, because I like that for other reasons. Um, this The soundtrack in that one is unbelievably good. So um, if you've not listened to the soundtrack, grab it on Spotify, have a listen. Pure 80s cheese, it's just wonderful. Are they paying us as well? Of course. 
Well, somebody has to be paying uh, us. We're not doing this for free buying our own beer and microphones, <laughs> are we? Okay, we're coming back for the electric as well. <laughs> I'll put it through the tax at the end of the year. Good lad. Um, next one is any of the Toy Story films. So I know there's there's four, but I'm just throwing them into one because, you know, you can watch them with the kids and not want to, you know, just shut your brain off and just not be in the room at all. So it's a, it, they're, they're a pretty good watch. Um, Next one's a bit of an oldie. It's a uh, Robin Hood, the one with the fox. Just what it is. You've ever seen it? Don't doesn't ring a bell. Nah. Oh man, you should watch it. It's um, it is very very good. It's uh, just like cartoon animals and things like that. But it's in Robin Hood, so like the animals of Farthingwood. Yeah, well, I've never seen that actually. It was never a movie. You never seen the animals of Farthingwood? Nah. That was like a a child's TV thing that was on when you got home from school. No, I was too busy working. <laughs> Straight down the pit, were you? What a hard Straight life. That's exactly <laughs> it. You caught me. Um, next one I've got is Sing. Uh, again, the soundtrack is phenomenal for that one. Um, if you've not seen it, I would give that a watch. And I've got actually a hybrid as well for my fifth one, and it's uh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Um, yep. Technically, there's animation in it. Uh, yeah. Yep. Unfortunately... I still can't watch the um, scene where Christopher Lloyd gets uh, steamrolled and then comes out with his crazy eyes and bounces about the shop. Scared the shit out of me as a bear and I, I still <laughs> fear it God in me. So, um, yeah. Not that I'm a big uh, fear the cat like that, obviously, because I'm a big strong man. Strong man. Um, and and to, to fill you in, cat mo deng Slow-cooked pork loin with cucumber, shallot, salsa, jasmine rice, smoky and sweet mu deng sauce. Chili Dong, £8.80 from Thai, uh, Ting Thai Caravan. There you go. Wonderful. It sounds just as good as it did last week, but now it's got a name. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's the, the the films. And apologies, Stu, that it didn't actually get read out last week. I think we got it just after we'd done the recording. So apologies for that. It's in there now. We love you. Thank you very much for getting in contact with us. Any other questions you have at all, you let us know. And actually... Uh, I did see a picture. Stuart is, um, was having beers with our one of our friends, John Weir. They were having beers over in uh, Melbourne. Yeah, that'll be a very, very quiet, sociable, you know, maybe maybe a, a bottle of water every second beer or something. Just relaxed drink, I would imagine. I would say so. One and a half beers maximum for the two of them. Definitely, definitely. Either that or they're going to about lose one and a half days of pair of them. So. <laughs> it's a shame the borders are closed because I would love to go and join them. Oh! Um, I've got another email here. Um, from Andrew, and it's how do you deal with fussy eaters? Um, how do we deal? We we've not had to really deal with a fussy eater so much because Molly's a bit like her old man; she's a bit of a Hoover. She eats the whole flipping lot. Happy days. But we did start quite early with um, just like bedtime with routines, and she would sit at the table. Her high chair would be beside the table. She'd have the same as us. Cut, you know, we'd sit and sort of snack on the same as what she was having just to try and increase familiarity, try and give her more, uh, smaller amounts more often. Yeah, yeah. Um, just to sort of, so the relationship with food and veg and like the good stuff that you want to try and get them to take isn't as alien to them. It's not, you know, as scary. We often, uh, you know, you'd cut it up daft and other than that, you know, we'd done that early doors and to be honest, Molly's now just hoovering the lot up. Yeah, um, I think the earlier you we get are relatively them. fortunate that way. 
I would admit, you know, she's 18 months. It may very well change. She might turn a little bit fussier, but I think you have to be persistent with it. They, you know, we're the adults. We know that well, we're supposed to be the adults. We we know that they, they have to take it, but they also do have to eat. So sometimes you just have to make sure they eat something. Yeah, I mean, with Teddy, the oldest, he's, uh, he's he'll pretty much eat anything that's put in front of him. Albie's a bit more of a fussy pants, and um, it's like almost like a flip of the coin. He'll, you know, one week he'll eat that meal, and then the next week he'll turn his nose up. And unfortunately, the way that we've had to deal with it is, you know, well, it all depends on the ages of them as well. So sometimes, you know, letting them feed themselves, that also helps and get some, you know, as you say, the familiarity of, of I can't even say it either, familiar. Yep, I'm not going to say, they're familiar with uh, eating and things like that. Um, and especially if they're doing it alongside you. Um, but with Albie, we just, you know, very much just kept on, you know, kept trying things, kept on, you know, wanting to give them other options. And when it came to actually um, eating, you know, when or not eating, we just left him to it sometimes and we always made sure he wasn't going to bed hungry, but we weren't just, you know, pandering to, oh, we'll, we'll go and bake you some toast or we'll go and make something else just to actually make sure he's got something stomach. But at the end of the day, generally, and this is a very general, this is my experience, if they're hungry, they will eat. Yeah. Oh, like like all of us. Um, well, the other thing, you know, sometimes more too, too often for some of us, eh, Al? Um, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm an athlete in the darts world. <laughs> Um, rightly or wrongly, we we've held Molly back quite severely from chocolate and sweet treats and and the good stuff, if you will. Mm-hmm. So she doesn't she doesn't really know about it, to be honest. I'm sure at some point she'll she'll get tucked into it. But you know, she, there's no milky buttons. There's no like no rewards with any sort of sweet treats or that. It's it's uh, raspberries, blueberries, Jesus. So turn into was it Veronica? Was it Veronica at Charlie Chocolate Factory? Could well be. I, I, I... Fell in and turned into a blueberry up the tube. She, we'll call uh, it Veronica I, anyway. Big Vicky. I, uh, <laughs> I think it could be a it could be a scenario like that. So that way she doesn't know about the good stuff as such. She only really knew about um, the veggies, little trees, broccolis. Oh, well, that's a good stuff for them, though. Much more help on that. No, I mean, it's all dependent on the age and what works for you guys and things like that. It's, it's, it's not easy, however you look at it. And I'm, I'm guessing if you get to the older children, things like that, and trying to get, making sure they're eating their vegetables and stuff like that, I've not had to experience that yet. So I'm, I'm more than happy not to give any opinion because I reckon I will struggle quite heavily if um, it gets to that level. So, Andrew, if you do find a, an answer how to do it, and if your children are older, please get in contact with us. Give us those tips because we will absolutely probably need them. So, um, but yeah, and I've actually got one last email to read out. And this is from Iona. So she's mentioned, I like that you, sorry, she say, said, I like that you mentioned that dads need support too. You already know my husband is amazing and you love him as much as or more as I do. This is uh, Robbie's wife. Or, Mr., or it's Mrs. Anonymous. Um, well, from what we're... Well, we, we, we presume... We're surmising. Um, he was also great during his paternity leave, and still is, which is nice of her. You see that she still said, and still is. Uh, yeah. um, but life changes a lot for the men too, and it can be a big adjustment, especially when feeling that helpless feeling and dealing with a very emotional partner and, and the big responsibilities. So keep mentioning the need for dad support as postnatal depression affects men too. Love you. No, I completely agree. And, you know, 
mirror exactly the sentiments that Iona's mentioned they are mostly about how much I love her husband but um, the the support for dads and reaching out and making sure that you are in contact with you know friends family any support networks that you can have it's it's so important that you know you're not suffering in silence and you are getting that help if you do need any definitely agree couldn't agree more um you'd be surprised how many guys feel the exact same but until somebody says something nobody really opens up about it <clears throat> so um call a mate call a friend phone us email us totally give us a shout no problem. Drop us on, drop us on uh, Instagram, drop us on Twitter, drop us our email address. We'll give all the social details and things like that a bit later. And um, what I would do, what I plug as well, though, uh, still on that note, um, I actually am part of um, what's called the Modern Bloke Social Club. And it's a club that was put together uh, by a friend of mine who I used to work with called Robert and his uh, mate Ollie. And they're, they're down in Redden, but what they do is they've got, uh, it's pretty much just a Facebook page that people can chat on and, you know, just shoot the shit really and every two weeks they have a, a Zoom call and they just, you know, have a couple of beers, bit of chat, just just generally just somebody to actually speak to and, and you know, have somebody to talk to. And because we are in the position that we are, that we're all locked down at the moment still and we're not getting to see our friends, our family as much as we want to, things like that are completely necessary and it's something that's really, you know, improved my lifestyle um, over the last, you know, couple of months that I've joined. Um, so I mean if you want to find them if you just uh, search for Modern Bloke Social Club on Facebook join the group get involved I think it's every two weeks that we have our calls I think next one's next Friday certainly give it a give it a shot if you like it it's really good just different people to chat to and you know if you like it good if you don't well then you never have to see these people again but I definitely recommend it it's uh, something that has helped me so perfect Um, I think we should go into our topic then Al poor behaviour and shouting poor behaviour and shouting um, poor behaviour for us has just been the it's almost like a lack of listening she just she, she's almost too young to understand and she she can't she's not got her full vocabulary yet so when she wants something it's a shouting match she wants to shout at you or she wants to cry because you're not doing what she needs yeah. um, <clears throat> or she's not doing what you think that she you know you're doing what you think is, is right you know dinner time you're, you're you're literally stood there making dinner she's about three minutes away from getting it and having an absolute meltdown because she wants her dinner and you're like you're getting it and it's it's like at the window cooling down because it's too hot i can give it to you now but it'll burn your mouth off so it's just there's not a great deal you can do in that situation other than be patient and patient it's difficult it is very difficult because you know, you never want to see your, your little ones upset or crying and screaming, especially when you know that there's nothing actually wrong. Totally. And she, dinner's just sitting there. She's getting it in 30 seconds. Um, so, yeah, pa- patience is the biggest thing for all of it. Behaviour-wise, yeah, not not much to do. You know, you're often telling her, you know, gentle hands, gentle hands, and she's doing eyes, nose, mouth, ears touching your face and that, which is all grand. When she's stood in the queue for nursery and one boy either is beside her or tries to push back or something happens, she turns around and right hooks him. <laughs> That's a different matter altogether. Certainly um, is. Especially when uh, Claire had to go and pick her up and then sign the fact, sign the document that she had, uh, all right, you've told us that Molly's done this and okay, so it was our first recorded incident of nursery. Shit. in six months 
Um, have you lawyered up yet? Have I lawyered up yet? No, no, I'm just going to elope. Catch you. See you. You'll, you'll not see me for the dust. Oh, well, just make sure you've got your laptop with you. We'll do this every Friday still. I ain't losing uh, my so I'll take the laptop and the microphone and we'll be sorted. Um, so, you know, the concern then was like, how did the nursery deal with that? And they're quite good. They explained the whole thing to you. Like, it happened. We got down to her sort of level, explained to her, like, no, you can't do that. Gentle hands. That's not nice. Blah, 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 blah. Um, and then Molly got quite upset, which in a way is a good thing. Yeah, because yeah. then she understands that she's actually getting wrong for doing something. She maybe doesn't understand exactly at this stage what she's done wrong, but she knows that something that she's done is wrong, and I need to. I can't do that, or I get this sort of telling off completely. So, so yeah, so um, so we know we're at the start of that that sort of learning journey of of discipline. Um, I don't think when it comes to it, the naughty steps going to work because I can often walk through between the kitchen and the living room and she's just sitting there flicking through a book or something as if it's, you know, the normal thing. So that might be a bit difficult when it comes to... Yeah. Go and sit on the naughty step. Aye, sweet, catchy. <laughs> That's actually where I like to read my book, Dad, and get some five minutes peace away from you, so I'm delighted with this. <laughs> it's exactly it. Yeah. So, yeah, um, obviously you've got two boys older than Molly. You'll have had a few more sibling <laughs> rivalries and... It's a daily occurrence, you know. I mean, in the main, the behaviour is really good. They're polite, respectful, they'll share in the main, which is great. And, yep. But unfortunately, you do focus on the niggly bits, the hitting, the shouting, the rugby tackling into the fire hearth and stuff like that, which has happened on many occasions, unfortunately. Um, so, I mean, it, it's difficult to call it any, like, main specifics, but there, there is one that stands in my mind, and this was a year ago or so, and... As you know, I'm such a mild-mannered, gentle, lovely bloke. Yep, yep, that's bullshit. I'm um, nodding. Yeah. For the record. I'm quite fiery, um, which doesn't help when you're trying to keep your patience, like you mentioned earlier, and things like that. But there was, there was a point where the boys were just shouting and screaming at each other, and then I came in and shouted at them to be quiet and to stop shouting, which is utterly ridiculous. Because it's like... They're only going to learn from me that, you know, we're shouting. So this is this is how I should do it. The, the adult, the you know, the guardian here is telling me what I should be doing. But he's saying it in a loud voice and we have to listen to this. So that tells me if I speak in a loud voice, people will listen to me. So that, that sticks with me. And I, I try to diffuse the situation. I think the issue is that anger is such a normal emotion that everybody has. So it, it's difficult not to get, especially if you're tired and things like that as well, you to get caught up in it all. So it's, Try to find out what your triggers are and things like that. So if it is, you know, like, say if you're tired that, that things are just getting to you, or if it's too noisy, or say if you're, you're pissed off about if things, like you're running late for something and that's starting to get you all stressed and stuff like that, it's just about actually realising what these triggers are and trying to do, you know, something about it to stop you either getting yourself worked up, getting yourself emotionally involved with the children where essentially they're not doing anything wrong. They're just playing, fighting, doing what kids do sort of thing. So... It sounds really obvious, but trying to stay calm and recognise when you're about to blow up. And Holly and I have a really good relationship where it's, you know, if we know that one of us is about to, you know, get to the end of our tether, tag team it, I'll, you know, take myself away for a couple of minutes, cool off. Then by that point, Holly's at the end of her tether and I'm straight back in again. So it's, uh, and then it's, then it's bedtime by that point after we've done about six hours of that. So it's, uh, yeah, really looking forward to this uh, Easter holiday break. <laughs> 
Oh my god, I hope there's not a lot of expectant dads listening because they're going to be really turned off right now. Oh, well, I mean, it's, it's, there is nice elements. And as I say, you, you focus, unfortunately, on the negatives and that is just human nature, I guess. And well, if you did think everything was jolly and amazing the whole time, you'd, people would think you're a bit, a bit you know, strange, I guess. It just, just it doesn't work like that, unfortunately. Either drunk, drunk or strange, one of the two. Yeah, I mean, the, the worst part is, you know, even after a really rubbish day and you cannot, like, just now, I'll, I'll still, you know, check the monitor and watch the monitor for about 10, 15 minutes before I go to sleep tonight or I'll go in and give them a kiss on the head and stuff like that and, or look through pictures of them on my phone because it's a really good thing, but your brain just completely wipes out all the, the shit, really, of the day, resets you, and then you, you start a brand new day and try try to do better. <laughs> <laughs> and a, a lot of it is, a lot of their, they don't know. <clears throat> Sometimes they just simply don't know that they're doing something wrong. They're inquisitive. They're they're learning new things all the time. So you're constantly telling them not to touch something because they want to touch it and see what it is. It's, so it's it's it would be easy to get frustrated with that. And go, oh, and then you know, I've told you not to shout and blah blah blah. But it's having that understanding of that. Well, they're learning. You know, they're they're just trying to figure out what what everything is. And the fact that they've been locked in the house for the last 12 months, I, I can only imagine for, for the two kids, for the two boys, that, you know, they've lived on top of each other for 12 months. Totally. Not had, even at that age, they want to, to have their nursery or their downtime or their, their time at grandparents, etc., just for that bit of separation and, and alone time. Yeah, and I think that works on both levels. So it's not just, you know, the kids that actually, you know, benefit from it, obviously, because it's, you know, new faces and different interactions, but also for the, the parents just to actually get that downtime reset, even if it's a couple of hours, it's a night or something like that. It does do the world different. So for sure. with obviously these uh, restrictions easing up soon, it'll uh, hopefully make a big difference. And yeah, it's, uh, but the way I see it, we've managed to get through the last 12 months of, you know, virtually being in each other's pockets the whole time. We've gone through it. We're still relatively happy. <laughs> um, we're definitely safe. We're definitely healthy. So um, we could be in a, f- a far worse position. So it's uh, yeah, it's it's not as bad. And I, th- I think if you reflect back on these sort of things and actually look at it as the, a whole situation rather than just the specific incidents that happen on the day, you easily just get over it and just go, you know what, we blips, but the day in general has been pretty great and. Yeah, just try and recognise that and hone in on that instead of the negatives. And I think that's something you know I need to work on, and maybe other people out there need to do it as well. But easier said than done at times. But I will do better. I promise. I'll. My, that's my promise to you. Oh, thanks. It doesn't affect me in the slightest. But I'm sure your kids <laughs> will be delighted to hear this. Um, <laughs> well, they will after they listen to the podcast because we're trying to get a listenership up, obviously, and I've had to buy uh, two Spotify accounts for them. So Just for them. <laughs> <laughs> At what point does it become counterproductive when we're paying for most of the listens? Oh, instantly. Oh, well, okay. Um, oh, now, what was I going to say there? I was going to say I had some absolute cracker there, but you threw me right off the line with that. Hell no matter, I'll have to wait until it comes back. Episode 7. Aye, probably. <laughs> oh well, I think we've probably dealt with all the tips and stuff like that that we can give uh, within that. Is there anything else you want to add to anything you want to instill in our listenership? 
I mean, nothing that they've not read or not listened to before, but patience, staying calm, try to just understand that they're learning. It's very difficult. If you're doing it on your own, fucking hats off to you because that must be a difficult job. We're we're both lucky. We've got partners that can we can rebound off of and, and do it. So completely. Um, and again, it comes back to to what we talked about before: asking for help, getting some help if you need, or can get some some downtime for the kid or yourself. Take it. Reach out. Nothing wrong with it. Nothing wrong with it at all. Completely agree. And after you've uh, stopped burping there, I'll let you do the your uh, dad joke of the week there. <laughs> I'm an absolute nightmare here. Well, <laughs> cheers. Alan is drinking another uh, sip of his beer, which will only help with the hiccups and burps, so this should be a pretty good joke. That joke of the week, as we've learned from past experience, a continual joke without any sort of question in it, just smashing it through is definitely the option. We can't bugger that up. Ready? I'll, I'll try my hardest not to. To whoever stole my copy of Microsoft Office, I will find you. You have my word. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. That's another good one. That's maybe too funny for a dad joke. I think it might be. I think it might be. Do I, do I do another one? Do I retake? Oh, that's right. We don't edit shit on this. That's right. <laughs> you get what we record. Pretty much. Um, no, that's a good one. Um, what I'll do is I will mention our socials and how you get in contact with us. So if you have any questions, queries about what we discussed about today, if you have any questions or queries about anything else that you want to, you know, ask us about or just get our experiences because, you know, we're such <laughs> well-adjusted young men. Um, but, um, I would not yeah. agree with any of those parts apart from the man. Yeah, well, oh, even that's... And you're even then, I mean, after your after last week's podcast of your admission of no longer fertileness. That's yeah. all right. I'll, I'll, I'm, I'm okay with it. You know, it's a, uh, I'm still, I still, you know, I've actually framed the, the letter that I got from the NHS. So <laughs> um, I'm, I'm more than happy with that. But um, if you do want to get into contact with us, um, you can catch us on Instagram at social underscore dadding or on Twitter at social dadding, or you can email us at social dadding at gmail.com. So as I say, any questions, queries, Anything that you want to ask us, any funny stories that you've got, any parent fails, get in contact with us. We are more than happy to hear from you because it does make up 50% of our contact for content for the uh, the pod. But um, that's pretty much it for me. Anything from you, Al, before we go? That's it for me this week. Thank you, buddy. Always Excellent. a pleasure. Absolutely. I'm going to finish this beer and potentially open another one and potentially another one after that because I am Possibly an animal. a few more, yep. Yeah. Anyway, guys, be good, stay safe, and be a social dad. <laughs>